What's poppin' everybody? It's the hyphen it here with Amari. What's going on, everybody? And we are back for episode number 17 of the Talking Pictures Podcast. And we got quite a few things to talk about. Do we? What do we got? Well, we have a few. (laughs) (laughs) At Uh, least a few. First and foremost, for sure, I want to start off with Saturday Night Live. Dave Chappelle hosted once again. Yeah. And he hosted, the last time he hosted was right on the night of the election or or, uh, or not the the night of the election, but uh, the week of the election of 2016 oh yeah of hillary and donald trump and then now he hosted again for the same week of now donald trump and joe biden and now we have joe biden as the winner and he had a whole monologue uh with there was a sorry there was also a joe biden cold open or joe biden or was Uh, that from something else because i i saw well they've been doing a lot of joe biden cold opens like jim carrey has been recurring as joe biden and killing it so you watched a saturday night's episode of snl yeah yeah i I didn't watch the whole thing i I watched uh, on youtube they upload almost every for sure for the monologue yeah i watched the monologue and i watched quite a few of the skits okay hilarious (laughs) uh so dave Chappelle, the greatest of all time Uh and foo fighters and they had foo fighters yeah they did a live performance but uh dave Chappelle hosted so he had an opening monologue that was about 15 minutes long so it was a uh, insightful enlightening but also comedically hilarious and <laughs> some trash talking and at one point so like he's doing like this whole he's doing comedy within like a positive speech yeah and then he mentions something about i i can't remember the, the punchline but something about like women not, uh um getting paid less something and he's like He's like, uh, or maybe it's 70% or something. He's like, he's like, either way, far too much. And then the whole <laughs> crowd was like, uh, you know, and he's like, I guess we seem to have forgotten that this is comedy. So he's like trying to like remind you like, hey, man, like I'm going to make some Let jokes loose, here. Yeah. Not everything is going to be serious and like it's 100% truthful. It's going to be like, I'm going to make some fucking stupid jokes. Yeah. Uh, which, which was good because then he continued on with some like real shit, but then more jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great opening. They had a lot of dope skits. My favorite skit is called Uncle Ben. Hilarious. It it feels like a Dave Chappelle show skit. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm surprised, like, how they're just letting him drop the N-bomb, like, consistently <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Like, in his opening monologue, in, in, in the Uncle Ben, he, uh, I don't even want to say What, is that it. supposed to be, like, a Uncle Ben and Jemima type thing? Or? Yes, oh, okay. that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was, uh, essentially, I, I, I'll just give you the... Over- I don't even know. You guys should just go yeah. watch it. It's so funny. I haven't so, seen, okay, I now I'm going to say it. We do, we do spoilers here. But it starts off with uh, Aunt Jemima. Um, it's the the like the, the United States government uh, like telling Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben that they're no longer going to be, you know, a part of... like uh, Brands. The brand, right? Because that actually happened here in this country. Like, they changed up the Aunt Jemima because they felt, oh, it's a little too racist. They try to make it... Like, they're trying to say, oh it paints off this racist or, or stereotype, sorry, more, more stereotype, and it comes off as racist. But, I mean, personally, I don't have a problem with the Aunt Jemima thing. Like, I love Aunt Jemima. Yeah. That's a delicious-ass syrup. <laughs> and her pancake mix. Yeah. But anyway, so it starts off with, like, them telling Aunt Jemima in real life that, like, hey, you know, you're fired pretty much. <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, but I'm a slave. That's, like... That's that's the only good thing about this job is the job security that I'm going to be a slave. So he's like, you can't fire me. And uh, so she's like trying to make a, uh, a case for why she should stay Aunt Jemima. Uh-huh. And then she's like, well, what about Uncle Ben? And he's like, what the hell? Uncle Ben. And then so like, because his is rice, right? Yeah. Talking about rice. And then they're like, same same thing about him. They're like, he's trying to make a case where he's like, well, why you let the Allstate guy? And then it's Dave Chappelle. And he's like, has the de- so what they did was, because this is all live, right? <laughs> yeah. So they have like a voice changer. So what they had to do, and, and I could tell they messed up a little bit because, uh-huh. you know, it's all live and it's so quick. But essentially, they had to like, everybody has a mic on them. And yeah. so they have levels for each person's mic. They had to mute the other people's mics when Dave Chappelle would talk because they had to put, uh, they had to pitch shift his voice to make it deeper. Mm-hmm. So he would sound like, you know, yeah. like the Allstate guy. Um, and so... There are a couple of times when like the next person would go back to talk and they were trying to switch it like the oh, same time so you fast. would kind of hear like the change between the the, the dark pitch shift yeah. to like the regular yeah. and it kind of sounded like robotic, <laughs> um, but I mean it's not a big deal. But it's just you know it's it's live and 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 uh, as soon as he comes up and he's like he just starts breaking he starts laughing uh-huh. so like they all kind of like broke character throughout the sh- the uh, the skit here and there. Um, uh, 
What was that guy from King of Staten Island? He comes out as Count Chocula? Or? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh, my God. Um, uh, Pete Davidson? Yeah, yeah. Pete Davidson. It, it's hilarious, man. It's a hilarious skit. That was my favorite <laughs> skit of the night. Um, yeah, go watch that. It's it's great. For sure. So, yeah, Saturday Night Live, that was, that was awesome. And now let's move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. For TV, I thought it was pretty interesting. The Witcher has halted production yet again. They were doing season two? Yeah, they were doing season two. So I they got they were, halted during COVID. Like right in the beginning of COVID, they were ready to start And they filming. were about to start back up, and now they stopped again. So, yeah, they got some positive cases, which is insane. Is it insane? It's pretty insane. Why is it insane? Because uh, we've got Jurassic World Dominion. They just wrapped after 18 months. 40,000 COVID tests. And they were good. They never got shut down. Wow. Yeah. That's so, crazy. That's crazy, right? 40,000 so COVID tests. In this pandemic, in this world during whoever's, a pandemic. Whoever's issuing those tests, they're making bank. Oh, yeah, definitely. Damn. We should start our own Pharmaceutical talking, talking company? pictures COVID tests. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Another great thing. Another thing I'm really excited about is the. People behind the amazing documentary that just came out on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls called The Last Dance. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. But it's a 10-episode uh, documentary that was aired on ESPN, and now it's available on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Awesome. So, man, that thing gets me so hyped. Extremely well done. The people behind that are actually now, they, they announced that they're going to be doing a documentary on my favorite pro wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm super hyped about that because it's going to be... Like, I mean, the WWE creatives and like they're the, 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 the people behind their videos or documentaries, they're incredible. Like yeah. they're like what WWE does is at such a high level. I don't think people understand because some people don't take it serious. Yeah. But like their graphics, their animations, their their uh, their promos that they do for like for to lead up to a match on, yeah. on video wise, um, they're. Their trailers, their teasers, all that. Stuff. It's like really, really top notch. And honestly, like they, I think they're a big reason why a lot of like current sports like does things at a high level. Like because WWE was doing stuff bef- like at a yeah, higher always. production value than any of the other channels or sports have ever done. And now they're all like following suit. So big shout out to, to WWE and for, to be for doing that like the on the road, like on the three hundred and something days it, out of the year, all, yeah, almost all, all year. All year. <laughs> so. They do amazing work, but now to have someone that's not WWE come in and, and do a Sunco documentary from like a different perspective or, you know, from an outside yeah. point of view, I think that's going to be really awesome. And I, I'm hoping that they do the same thing where it's like at least an eight, seven episode thing coming on ESPN where they nice. drop it once a week. I hope they do it at that big of a level because Stone Cold to this day. No one has ever beaten the records that he's broken. Oh wow! Um, the, the amount of tickets he's he's sold, pretty much being you know main event. His merch, no one has ever came close to his merch. Like, uh, he just he's 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 the greatest the of all time yeah. for a reason. Austin three sixteen, baby, let's go! So I'm <laughs> hyped for that. Shout out That's to Stone Cold, awesome. and for those who don't know, just a little plug. Oh yeah, Stone Cold has a podcast called the Steve Austin Podcast. And he actually featured me and my music awesome. on one of his episodes. Episode 112, I believe, which features also uh, Fluffy, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh. So he plays my music, shouts it out. Because uh, I actually have a music video called, the, a song and a music video called The Ring. And I rented a ring, an actual pro wrestling we ring. Shot in there. And we <laughs> shot it there. And I had like Stone Cold <laughs> shirts and stuff like that. I was, doing, I, was, I was dropping Stone Cold Stunners. Awesome. I was doing all his moves. But uh, yeah, I, I'm so excited for that. Do you Stone know, uh, have they said anything about streaming service? Where that's going to come out on? My no, no, they haven't said no. anything. They just said that the people behind the Last Dance are doing this, but they did the the, the Jordan Bulls one, and they had that was actually partnered with Netflix. It released on ESPN mm-hmm. and then went to Netflix like, oh, okay. like a few months later. Yeah, because it, so, it didn't take that long. I remember I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, pretty yeah, soon yeah. after. But uh, yeah. so my guess is, you know, if it's them, they they probably already have you know relationships there. I saw something about a WWE Netflix team up collab to do a, a Vince McMahon documentary. What? Like that? That's supposed to be coming out soon. Like it's pretty much done. I haven't I believe. heard that at all, but that would be dope. Vince McMahon's yeah. a, a beast. I mean, yeah, you know, like most businessmen, people have done things that are questionable. But overall, like honestly, man, I 
Vince McMahon is a pioneer. What that guy's a genius. What he's been doing, what he's done, what, and he, he, what he is doing. He inherited it too, right? His father was No, on. he didn't inherit it. He had he's, to he had to oh. buy the company from his dad. Oh. His he, like his dad wasn't like, "Here you go." His dad had like just gave him like a shitty ass job working there and Vince McMahon actually bought it from his dad when his Damn. dad didn't want to sell it to him and Vince McMahon didn't tell him his game plan. Vince McMahon is a visionary, bro. Like he's yeah, done th- yeah, like like what he's done. Like he's he pretty much started pay per view. He also pretty much started. Um, I forgot what the term is, but uh, the the direct to consumer content, like the like pretty much all these like uh, Disney Plus, Netflix, just on demand content. Like like at 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 the at a, with sports. Vince McMahon did that first, pretty much. Yeah. Um, pay per views on the WWE network, a subscription based service where you're getting exclusive content from the, it's just, he's done, he's done things on a whole other level. Yeah. Genius, brilliant man. And, uh, man, I would love to see a documentary on him. Mm-hmm. His work ethic is, is ridiculous. Like everybody that's ever talked about Vince McMahon has always said like, this guy is a machine. Like he, he works harder than anybody else. And he like, he's almost, well, he's in his seventies. And that dude is hardcore, still like going. still grinding, yeah. you know, very on point, being there, making sure everything goes and is very hands on. Yeah. Um, when COVID hit WWE, like he was, he's older, he's more susceptible. He was there at every single show. Like, nope. And whoever, you know, if didn't I'm feel here. comfortable going, don't, you know, don't be here right uh. now. But like, he's like, he's, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't ask of anyone and something he wouldn't do. He wouldn't do. Like yeah. he's done some very embarrassing shit overall. Like <laughs> on TV, he's yeah. kissed Rikishi's ass, bro. Like you know all kinds of stuff. Um, Did so it for the views. You know, so he's there have been like you know oh Vince McMahon makes his talent do this or do that, but he he does it first. Like his he he sleeps breathes like he lives for for that industry. Yeah, and uh, it's like that that aspect of him is extremely admirable and inspirational. Yeah, yeah, that dude's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> What else you got? You got anything else on TV? TV. Um, we obviously got Mandalorian uh, stuff, but let's save that for a little bit. Dude, I got a funny one right here. All, All right. right. How about this? Netflix has chosen France, so they finally picked the market to do a linear scheduled TV channel. So Netflix is going to start doing a channel in France like versus, t- yeah, like cable channel. So you can go to the Netflix channel and watch Queen's Gambit or The Haunting of Hill House or... That's Stranger things, I know, but it's just it's. I mean, we've come full circle now at that point, right? Uh, well, I don't think that's going to be their proprietary proprietary. They're uh, testing it, yeah, but I mean, because they've also they've. I don't know if they've done research or whatever, but there's definitely a market of people who just don't want to sit through a library and find something to watch. They just want to turn on the TV and watch. Something. Yeah, well, it's like HBO, Cinemax, whatever. Like you have these these uh, these things that just constantly have stuff on rotation right it's brilliant to have a channel yeah. to have a netflix cha- like they should like that's smart as fuck because some people don't have you know high streaming uh you know uh, how fast internet some parts mm-hmm. of the, the this even this country they yeah. don't have super fast internet i mean netflix is super cheap but some people just want to just browse through tv you know um like at at uh, my mom's house i go over there pretty often they have net like I've logged in all my accounts at their house. So they have Disney Plus, they have Hulu, uh, they have Amazon Prime Video, they have uh, Netflix. They have every so at least four four mainstreaming services they have at their disposal. And they can never find something to watch. Yeah, and a lot oh. of and uh, most of the time, unless it's a show that really catches their attention, they and they start binge watching. Yeah. On a traditional, just chilling watching, like they're just browsing through channels. Oh. So like. There are a lot That's of people dumb. in this country that still, still you know, or across the world that just sit and browse through channels. Like, I let, I'll let I'll I'll stumble across something that's already about to play or in, you know, already playing, and I'll just go with it. Yeah, something that just like, catches so, the so eye. It's less. Let me think and decide. It's, oh, that catches my attention. I'll leave it. I just leave it. Yeah. There are a lot of people that do that. It's smart as fuck for Netflix to do that. Why not? They already have a catalog of partnerships with all these shows and TV, shows, like, you know, movies on there, and to have. You know, one of their shows play on one hour out of 24 hours a day and then put it in a movie and then put in another one of their shows. Uh, that's smart as fuck. And then let's say, for example, to get someone hooked on a TV show. That's like barely like a season in and like, they, damn, now I want to watch all of it because it's available uh-huh. on Netflix. Let me just sign yeah, up Netflix, for Netflix. Yeah, I can see that. That's smart as hell. I just, 
would imagine they have so much content already as it is. So it would vary by, obviously, by country, the content that they have. Because apparently they just opened up a studio or an office in France this year. And they want to start making more French content. So they're vowing to hey, make man. more French content. If, if, if they are seeing the results that a lot of French people are watching, like, on a consistent basis. And, like, the viewership is high. Pff, cater to that. Yeah. I want to say that Netflix is kind of in the hole. Like, obviously, they're profitable. And they're seeing kind of good numbers with all the stay at home and the quarantine and everything. But for the most part, I think they built a studio in Albuquerque. I want to say last year or beginning of this year. And like that really put them in the in hole. Canada. In Canada. I just saw that episode today. Where's that at? I'm taking an international Canada. flight to, to Canada. Canada. Where, where's that? Canada. <laughs> the office reference, guys. Come on, guys. The office. <laughs> Michael Scott talking to Jim or talking to the whole meeting. But yeah, because I, th- I think um, Hubby Halloween. You haven't seen it, the Adam Sandler one. I hear it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm I, not gonna watch it. That's why I was curious about where they filmed it, like the the back lot, because they have like their neighborhood with all the mm-hmm. facade houses and everything. So I looked it up immediately and started to find out about like Albuquerque, where they built like their big old Netflix studio, like Universal Studios. A lot of shows actually go film in Canada. Like, no, Albuquerque is in. Uh, oh, that's New Mexico. What the hell am yeah, I saying? Like what? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> that's New Mexico. What? Yeah, so I was like you interrupted with um, Canada. I was like, what's Whoa. a province in Canada that starts with an A? Uh, Alberta. Alberta. That's what I was thinking of. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's okay. <laughs> Forgive him. He went to school in the United States. Hey, but States. I corrected myself and I said the state. <laughs> I knew I knew it was here once I once I really processed what I, what, what the word was I was like oh Albuquerque New Mexico Albuquerque. it's alright so it's okay. <laughs> I'll let it slide let's edit this out that's <laughs> good sick what else we got what else do we have uh, Star Wars holiday special Ooh. trailer dropped and it looks freaking awesome. Yeah. It's just so, a mash of past, present, and future. So the in the trailer it shows Ray. So okay, the really cool thing it's it's Lego Star Wars, mm-hmm. which is they do some pretty like Lego does a lot of really dope stuff. Yeah, like their Lego shows, their Lego movies, they're they're, they're great. So this is gonna be Star Wars Lego, and Ray goes through like some type of tr- time travel thing. But the crystal, she finds like a crystal, right? Something like that, right? Yeah. In the trailer. So this is non-canonical, non cannot canonical i don't know it's not canon yeah i know there's a word for non-canonical i, I don't know. know i'm not a nerd i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> okay it's not canon to the official star wars yeah, story uh, something uh, fun it's this a holiday a, special yeah, it's a holiday one-off special, one-off for fun just hilarious looking type of awesome awesome it looks so dope it looks so funny and hilarious yeah. they pretty much poke phone phone they poke fun at, at like all the memes Everything. that like have been going around on Star Wars, uh-huh. they 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 make fun of Kylo Ren being without a shirt. They make fun <laughs> of like just all kinds of things. And so she goes through this like some t- time traveling, and she like goes through. She meets Anakin, Luke when he's young, you know. Like so, pretty much the entire Star Wars trilogy, uh, the Skywalker saga, the, the, the entire Skywalker saga. She goes through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks really hilarious. It's really fun. Yeah. I love the trailer. I sent it to my little brother right away. <laughs> and I was like, look at this. And so that drops. 17th? The 17th on. Eight days? What day is the 17th on? Is that like. Next Tuesday. That's oh. early. That's too early. For uh. a Christmas special? Man, yeah. you know what? I, you know, okay, this has nothing to do with movies <laughs> and TVs, but I hate. I don't hate. But I really despise at a high level. Yeah. With a lot of aggression. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but I really don't like that people get to celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving's done. Like, I feel like there should be... No, like, they started Christmas music the day on November 1st on one of the, the radio stations out here. What the hell, bro? It is a holidays, no, but I no, get... No, 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 I get no, no, no. Christmas, Christmas before music Thanksgiving. needs to go yeah. after Thanksgiving. So, so what, they, what do you want? Thanksgiving music? No, just normal, like, <laughs> what do we listen to the regular, you know, months? That. Yeah. Do your regular life on the, on, once it hits midnight after Thanksgiving, Christmas is Go on. Go crazy. Christmas is on. I bring out the Santa hat. I play the Christmas music <laughs> at midnight. It starts. 
You got your Christmas Before bulbs. That, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. Chain. I have my, 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 my uh, Christmas tree lights yeah, yeah. chain. Yeah. yeah. A necklace. Um, <laughs> then I go full. I love Christmas. But do not celebrate Christmas before. Oh, I didn't even realize I left that there. That looks terrible here. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, I had this is a charger for the laptop. Super out of place. Uh, but yeah, so the Christmas special for Star Wars on November seventeenth. They should have saved it for thank. At least drop it on Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, why would they do that? I mean, they don't have a lot of stuff coming out in December or end of November. They're not going to be competing with themselves. Is anybody else going to be competing with them? Is anything yeah, that's a good big dropping? Do we really have anything coming out at the end of the year? Everything's, all these everything's pushbacks, getting pushed. right? Everything's getting pushed. Sons of bitches. But the Mandalorian is going hard. That's going all the way to like mid-December, huh? I think it goes to mid-December, I believe. Damn. Yeah. So we just had episode two drop this past Friday. Super dope. Continues where they left off. Uh, Mandalorian leaving ta- or on his way back to head out from Tatooine yeah. gets ambushed by these like thieves these like pirate type people they end up trying to like jack his stuff and taking baby Yoda he has a dope ass fight scene that fight scene it goes hard yeah and then like when he ends up doing it with the jetpack and that one dude that tries like threatening baby Yoda <laughs> hilarious bro but like we talked about last week um, when we said this before, even is that in the Mandalorian episodes, a lot of times have like genre shifts, right? So like each episode kind of like hones into like a very specific type of genre. Yeah. And so and the, you know who directed this one? Uh, Peyton Reed, yeah. who is the director of Ant-Man. Yeah. And he's coming back for Ant-Man 3. And he, there was a big ant in the, the Mandib- episode. Dr. Mandible? Dr. Mandible, <laughs> giant ant. It was pretty dope. Um, Anthony, or was it? Anthony. Anthony. Anthony from the Ant-Man uh, movie, yeah. Um. So, oh, and Dave Filoni, uh, producer, actually, uh, producer, and uh, I guess is he considered a co-creator of the Mandalorian? I know John Favreau no, wrote but it. I think he has some. I think he's he a. I think somewhere. he's a co-creator at some level. Um, I know. I know the the Mandalorian itself was John Favreau's idea. I think, mm-hmm. but uh, Dave Filoni is actually like directly involved with this, this whole series with uh, John Favreau, but. He actually came out as a as an X wing pilot, a fighter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so this this one was like a monster movie type of genre, which was pretty dope. Like like a because of the giant spiders oh, and yeah. it was like very like runaway, like a, like a one of those monster movies with like the giant like a, a giant whatever giant this you know the blob like that type of vibe where it's like something and they're running from and they're trying to get yeah. away. It's pretty sick. So because the last episode was more like a western, like full blown oh, western. Yeah. Then this one is more monster movie type vibe. It was sick, man. It was sick. It was like uh, the the graphics just get better and better, man. Like it, it's so crazy. It looks so damn good. So I've got a theory for you. Um, okay. I like to believe it because it kind of made me feel a lot like it made me feel some type of way. Pretty uncomfortable to watch it on screen to just okay. see this happen. But the child eating all those eggs, mm-hmm. right? Like. Was that out of place for you? No, because he ate a frog in the uh, in, in the but first season. Kind of f- like fucked up that he's what? just eating these eggs. We eat eggs. We eat chicken eggs all the time. <laughs> I know, but especially after being told no. But he's a kid. So the theory that I read was that it's he's... It's like telling a kid, like, don't eat candy. They want candy. He's not eating them. He's saving them. Okay, no, that's... Like that's, that he's pretending. <laughs> so you don't like that at all? No, no he puts them in <laughs> his mouth and up. he shits them out. Yeah. You, you're not you're not saving them. All right. He literally he when he got the spider egg, he bit. He was chewing on the was spider. She? I thought I always saw him just slip it. No, he, no, because then you see like you hear the crunch. Uh. He's going back and getting more, and he's crunching. <laughs> yeah. So no, that theory is false. So but that and it doesn't bother me. Like, bother they, I mean, he, he he's a he's a carnivore. He I know. But I just thought it was like so fucked up. Like they're doing this whole mission for her, and there's like from like twenty eggs down to like ten. All she needs, <laughs> all she needs is ten. Stingy ass. She can share the little baby Yoda's hungry, bro. What the hell? He gave, didn't he give him like a little sandwich or something? Like no, a, he, gave a, he actually gave her like these little ration boxes, like these little like like to go packs, right? Yeah. Which actually, if you see, uh, Luke in uh, Empire Strikes Back, I believe Luke actually has one like that, uh-huh. and Yoda when he comes in to play takes it and starts eating it. Oh. And he's all like, that's when Yoda's being all like comical. He's like, uh, who is it? Um, Rafiki. From the Lion King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, very, like, 
mischievous kind uh-huh. of comical like non to throw the audience off yeah and then then like and also to kind of throw him off to throw luke off right like it's like yeah i'm just messing around and see what you're how you react and stuff like that then he's like okay now it's time to get serious Mm. um a lot of a lot of uh old a lot of old tales are like that so i um i read that what's his name um george lucas he was fascinated by that idea in some of a lot of these old tales were these very like um important characters would start off like like so jar jar binks was uh, in the theory is that he was supposed to start off that way like very ridiculous very like <laughs> you know clumsy very nonsense but then originally george lucas kind of had an idea to turn him into something more special and so he was like hiding behind that ultimate to, sith lord well that was a, that's another theory that was like never confirmed <laughs> that that was just like i people know but on then YouTube. he got like shitted on so much that they were like you know what we'll but just, i don't think he was actually going to be a, 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 no, a, I know, a sith lord but the, the original whatever was the, planned for him Huh? Whatever was planned for Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be more uh, meaningful. But whatever it was, just what got shot down because of so much hate for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he, like he was for the most part universally hated. <laughs> but but because there's a video of George Lucas like behind the scenes actually saying, and here you know the key to it all. So mm-hmm. something something along those lines, and he's like talking about Jar Jar. Yeah. So but it was the same type of behavior that he started with Yoda. Yoda's first appearance. Mm-hmm. is very like ridiculous what the fuck is this like dumb like laughing creature you know it just doesn't seem something like enlightening or anything right and then yeah. turns into that and he's like it reveals like oh no i really am i'm just like fucking around um so with uh but that just i we kind of went off to, right there but the yeah the, the little food um luke in empire strikes back has like a little box with like that type of food and then like uh-huh. yoda's just all eating it but yeah i mean Yo- like yoda eats he, he he's not a he's not a vegan yeah <laughs> I, got, I got no problem with him eating other like bugs or you know like uh, he ate a frog what's wrong with it? Frog I, we eat eggs like uh, l- my little brother i watched it with him last night and uh he was like he said the same thing he's like he's like oh my god he's eating the eggs i'm like he's like why is he eating eggs i'm like well why do we eat eggs it's delicious you know <laughs> i know but it's just like that's the whole point of the episode is he's trying to do this job to get her there and the yeah, baby Yoda doesn't know he's not paying attention to, to their deal dude's like 50 <laughs> yeah but he's a child he ages he slowly and this is my thought too like 50 years old he's been in captivity like he, he, yeah that's what it seems like right he was like a prisoner didn't have any like smart interaction like in in this episode you can hear like kind of um a small amount of like uh, uh sounds coming from him that are a little bit more articulate not mm. super articulate obviously because he's not saying yeah. words but you can hear him actually do more than little yeah, sounds little coos yeah so it almost sounds like that like he's trying to talk when he's trying to tell mandalorian oh, that yeah, he's like that, that that she took off she bounced so you know if you have a human baby that's 12 but grew up without anybody ever speaking to that baby that baby's not going to learn how to like speak so if you had you know baby yoda was this this prisoner this you know cat was captured and held for how he's about 50 when did they capture him and from where you know right so we don't know that answer yet but from what it seems like to me he's been in captivity for a long time yeah you can't grow mentally without having people to actually interact with so that's where True. I think really why he hasn't been able to speak yet. And so he's still like learning things, but he gets, he can, he has like an idea of things, which is why he's able to stop certain things from happening or, you know, trying to like tell Mandalorian, Hey, like something's wrong here, but still not super bright yet. You know, he, he's still developing. He's still in his cognitive stages. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let him eat all the frogs and spiders he wants, man. Fuck that. <laughs> why? Cause he's adorable. He's adorable. And he's, he's a, he needs to eat. You can't survive off that shitty ass food, man. Those little shitty ass food that that's like that's the equivalent of like those like super fucking whack ass hot pocket type, I mean hot pocket people <laughs> like, but that shit's unhealthy for you. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some, he needs natural nutritious food, man. He needs he needs non-GMOs, you uh, know, like he's in his development organic. stages. He needs yeah, he needs organic food to really help his his progression, man. <laughs> you wanna give him this this terrible food that like is can sustain itself for like three, four, five years, which is not meant for the human body? Nah. <laughs> Well, Baby Yoda, get your food, get your nutrients. <laughs> get get your eggs. Get your eggs, bruh. She has enough. It's not it's not it's not your fault that she And she was making more, huh? When she was in that pool. No, she was uh warming them up. 
Oh yeah, it was the same amount of eggs because mm. they had said she was already at her last uh, cycle, so she mm. couldn't give off any. That's why these are the last of even worse, man. Yeah. Child is a dick. Yeah, but I mean, it's highly unlikely that the uh, her husband's gonna be able to fertilize every egg, so you know. Yeah, but there are bad eggs too. Just like there's, or maybe he ate the bad eggs. <laughs> See what I did? There we go. Boom. Solved. Baby Yoda, get your shit, get your get your grub on, bro. <laughs> I got no problem with that. Uh, it was it was, and then the the end, and then he's like, hey, like, let's say you uh you help me get off this ship, uh, out of this plant, help me fix the ship, and they're like, let's say you fix your transponder, and you know something something we don't take you in or whatever he said, right? They just they just dip. They just leave them hanging there in the cold. The the two ex oh. fight, uh, fighters like they just bounced. They like gave like uh, we're giving you a pass, bro, but we ain't helping your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> right at the end, fucking dicks. Yeah, uh, but the next episode in the trailer, there's an ep the, in the trailer. There's a shot where they're walking on a planet. You see the frog lady with her eggs, and then you see her walking with what looks like another person of her kind. So that's probably her husband. So mm -hmm. that the next episode is probably gonna be that shot from the trailer, and that's where you see Sasha Banks. Bring it back to WWE. Sasha Banks is actually playing a character in The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, and. They don't know who yet, but it's rumored to be that she's going to play Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels, who was a Mandalorian, is a Mandalorian, however you want to look at it. Uh, so she's going to pop up. They haven't confirmed her character, but that's what it seems like. She has the same hair color that's awesome. as Sabine Wren. Right now? Or not right now, but... Well, in the, in the show. And in WWE, she had it for a while. She might have changed it now. But when like, they were filming it, when they were filming it, same hair. It was so, okay. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I want it to be Friday okay. already. Yeah, this week, right? Yeah. Actually, I want it to be Thursday. So I get the PS5 already. But then, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Tomorrow so that's the, the Xbox. Tomorrow the Xbox, which you're not getting, you fool. You I fool. Couldn't, dude. Freaking no excuses, bro. You're I part tried. of the Talking Pictures podcast, and I you can get a PS. Best. You can get an Xbox, bro. And I. Xbox, Microsoft hasn't said it, but Sony has said like, do not expect to go to stores and find a PlayStation. Oh yeah, they're 5. saying yeah, yeah. Like, it's, don't it, go. You're not gonna have. They're not gonna have any for just on day of mm -hmm. the. From what the stores are saying is they're gonna have PS5s available on Black Friday. Yeah, I did hear about that too. I also heard that the PS5 has just over 650 gigabytes of usable storage. So I think it's something like a. That's horrendous. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, what is it? Cold War or Call of Duty? Probably like, that it's like, like 120 gigs. Or yeah, something? I thought it was like something insane. They could hold like four and a half games. Remember, I, I sent you like a meme, and it was like the hard drive, and it just says Call of Duty. <laughs> it's like here you <laughs> go, like that's the well, game the good right thing there. Is it allows you to use expandable storage. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to use um, external SSDs. Well, I heard on launch day they're not going to be. Um, you can't use them. They won't be supported on launch day. SSDs. Uh, on PS5s. We'll figure that out. I, we'll try it. I was doing my research for this, and I uh, saw that. I was like, what? Man, Sony, boo. Sounds, sounds like fake news, boo. bro. It sounds, it sounds like your Xbox propaganda, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't it believe. On I, don't, Microsoft. I, I don't believe the hype. <laughs> you don't believe the hype? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'll try it out, though. I mean, we're going to be doing some videos for the tech channel anyways, so uh, that well, that's one of the videos I want to do is using expandable storage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Don't want like that. We'll already. try it. But they are going to have, once you get it, it's already going to have a software update to do. Mm -hmm. So, oh, like, like as soon already. as I launch it, it's probably not going to let me get into it right away. It's going to have to do a software update right away. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they patch that right away. If that is a true thing that you're saying, which I don't think it is. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know enough about it. Uh, let's see. That's. Oh, real quick, because continue with the Mandalorian. They've yeah. actually announced that there's going to be a Boba Fett spinoff on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. So he's gonna get his own show. Nice. Hell yeah, it's nice, bro. It's but, Boba I mean, Fett. <laughs> I know, but we just I feel like Disney has promised so many things and they're delivering very slowly. Like on the that. movies, I agree. The TV show is different. I, I have not been disappointed or left hanging on Disney Plus. No, at I mean all. like uh what? Because of the because Solo didn't su succeed too well, they were like, Oh well, we're not gonna do a Kenobi show or a Kenobi movie, right? Like no, it was actually, I think, supposed to be a Boba Fett movie. Oh, it was going to be a Boba Fett movie? Yeah. I thought they'd been trying to, like, at least the fans have been wanting Kenobi for no, so long. Uh, uh, Kenobi's actually getting a show on Disney+. Plus. Show. That's so confirmed. Finally, that yeah, happened. Yeah. But, people... but there was a Boba Fett movie that was talk, uh, in talks. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. Because, like, nobody wanted a solo movie, right? Did you want a solo movie? 
I don't mind it. You, I didn't li- mind you know it? what? First off, it was a really damn good movie. You really that movie's it. dope. Wow. It's a sick movie. Wow. It's really enjoyable, bro. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's it's a dope ass movie. It fits Star Wars very well. The only reason it did not thrive is because they released it when Avengers Infinity War Uh-oh. and when Deadpool came out. In between those two dope ass movies, like didn't stand a chance. It didn't stand a chance, bro. And they did very little promo for it leading up to it. So their mark, whoever did whoever was in charge of marketing for that specific movie dropped the ball. Yeah. So there was not enough hype. There was not there were there weren't enough teasers or trailers that made it seem dope. Yeah. But that movie was sick. I did not have high hopes for that movie. I really didn't think I was going to like it because the trailers did not do any service for me. The, the trailers did not excite me at all. It was dope as hell. I really didn't think that dude was going to play a good uh, Han Solo. He did a pretty good Han Solo. Donald Glover did an incredible Lando... Lando Calrissian? Calrissian. Cal, how do you say it? Calrissian? 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 That's I don't know. I fuck, <laughs> I'm fucking it up. But he did a great Lando. Yeah. That movie's dope. Chewy, Beast. The whole story on that was great. Well done. Everything fits so well. Darth Maul at the end was badass. So hyped for that. I hope they bring Darth Maul back in some live action form some way. Because in... Let's see. By the time of The Mandalorian, I believe... He would still, cause, oh no 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 no! I'm sorry, not the Mandalorian. Um, damn, I'm trying to think. When does, cause Obi Wan fights Darth Maul two more times, I believe, and he finally kills him. Oh, in Clone, and I can't remember if it's Clone Wars or Rebels. I think it's Clone Wars. By the, by the uh, bonfire, right? <clears throat> that's the one that's like all like. Amazing dialogue, and then uh, the fight lasts uh, yeah, like I think so. three seconds. <laughs> yeah, those, those shows are so dope. Shows, <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Ooh, something that I thought was pretty exciting. Uh, director David Dobkin. So do you remember what he did? No. He did Wedding Crashers with Vince oh, Vaughn and Owen that's Wilson. That's one of my favorite comedy movies of so all time. Apparently, after all this time, they're finally in talks, like super early stages. They think they might have something down. They're not entirely sure, but they are working on a Wedding Crasher sequel. All three of them. They, I guess they were just waiting for all three to be. I don't like be. that idea. Wow. All right. I love Wedding Crashers. Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. I don't like the idea of a sequel because, one, they're like way older now. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's character got married. It's disgusting Lu- what they uh, do. Owen Wilson's character uh, got was already tired of crashing weddings. The ending was perfection with both couples going to, going crash, to crash weddings. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't see how like... And I, I really hope a lot... What a lot of movies do when like the character, the main characters get a little old is they do something with their kids. Yeah. And their kids now are the new wedding crash or the new this or that. That's what they kind of Ghostbusters right now, right? Yeah. And sometimes they're great. I'm not hating on all that. I'm not like a, a sequel hater. Yeah. But just wedding crash was so perfect. I don't know. I mean, it was a great team, great cast, hilarious actors. I'm down. I'll watch it, but I would rather them do another. I'll watch it, but I won't like it. <laughs> I might. I might. Never know. But I would rather them do a totally different movie. Like when um, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn got back together for the internship, that was great. Oh, yeah. I liked the internship. That shit was hilarious. Um, I don't know about a Wedding Crashers too, though. Yeah, we'll see. Unless they, unless they focus on uh, Will Ferrell's character, who's still crashing weddings. What's his name? Uh, Chad. 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 Yeah, Chad. No, Chaz. Chaz? I think it was Chaz. Damn. can't remember. I, I watch that movie like every yeah. day. Ma, the meatloaf. I think it's Chaz. You never know what she's doing back there. Hilarious. I'm dead. <laughs> Loser. All right. Uh, Johnny Depp. How do you feel about that, man? That shit sucks. They kicked him out of Fantastic Beasts? Pretty much, yeah. He's out of uh, the whole franchise. They forced him to resign because of the whole Amber... What's her name? Heard? Yeah. Amira Aquaman. But she got to stay on in Aquaman. She's still on Aquaman. When she was the wife beater in that relationship. 
And he lost some lawsuit against, I want to say it was the some ta- It was a tabloid, bro. Like one of those shitty ass ones that just like makes called up a him bunch a of wife shit. Beater. They called him a white beater and he lost a lawsuit. What the hell is happening, bro? Like, and there's like proof that yeah. she was the malicious one. Douchey as hell. Did all these. She was the one who hit him and all these fake ass claims. Like she's on fucking on an audio tape saying that she was like fucking him over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so and, much. There's so and she has to stay on as that's that's upsetting, bro. I I don't I don't like that at all. That's 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 horseshit. Yeah, and I I feel like it's just a matter of time. Like there's so much uh, internet rally going on right now. So many memes coming out. So many people just wanting to boycott Warner Brothers. They're just like we need to start uh, believe all men uh, campaign, bro. I'm just kidding. I hate the <laughs> believe all everything. I'm not a fan of that. Like no, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> what's facts is facts. What's false is false. Yeah, and it came out that she was false. And he was in the right, yeah. or at least not the uh, antagonizer that she made him out to be. Yeah, because during the whole Me Too movement, too, there was at least a handful of guys that I know for actors. I don't know them personally, but they were um, victims of uh, like. Oh, it happens. It happens to everybody. Jumping on the. Yeah. 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 Guys and girls, you know, people abuse their power. But Johnny Depp, man, that, that's upsetting. I can't believe that happened to him, bro. That's horrible. Yeah, especially when it's already known by so many people that it's not true. Yeah. Fuck that. I hope she gets eaten by a shark in the next one. Oh. <coughs> yeah, some people want to recast her from... Actually, she would have to be eaten by something from land, right? Because she's a part of the, the underworld. Like, she's part of the water world. So, like, her own kind might not eat her. No, but then maybe they do because fish eat other fish. Just recast. People want Emilia Clark. I was like, that'd be really cool. She fit the bill. Like, there was a, a concept art that I saw that oh. went out. Not, not by Warner Brothers, but by, like, fans. Mm-hmm. And, and she looked good. She looked good as a part. Yeah. You know who was really, damn, looked so damn good in that movie? Nicole Kidman. In Aquaman? Yeah. I don't she, remember. She was, the, she was the mom. His mom? Yeah. She looked amazing. She was. She had that dope-ass fight scene, bro. <laughs> bro. The DC movies don't do it for me. Let me see. Let me, let, me, let me verify it's Nicole Kidman. But I believe it is Kidman Aquaman. Yep. Yep, that was her. Bro, oh, she looked amazing. And she was a badass. You don't remember, bro? Look, no. Oh, my God. Look at that. She was fucking sick. She had a dope-ass fight scene. Man. Remember, Did, she, she banged the dude from the lighthouse. And then she, that's, oh, that, that's she how fucking, ran away from... Yeah, yeah and, she, yeah, and they were at that lighthouse. Human. And then they came after her. And then she had this dope-ass fight scene, but they killed her. Yeah. It's like bits and Sucks pieces, but... <laughs> don't really remember it. My bad. How about uh, Undertaker, man? His final farewell at Survivor Series this He month. made his debut appearance at, at Su- Survivor Series 30 years ago. In the 80s? In Oh, no. It's, well, 1980. No, 90. I'm sorry. 90. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, because I was watching the RKO. Yeah. There was a little documentary they had after uh, Hell in a Cell with RKO and him. They were just talking about how like they... Their hit RKO's early days of wrestling, mm-hmm. and they were kind of talking about Undertaker's. They showed like '88 or '89. That's how I was. Well, he started wrestling oh, before, okay. so he had already been franchises. doing uh, other uh, uh, wrestling circuits. Yeah, he went into he debuted in WWE in 1980 in 1990 at Survivor Series. Yeah, sick. So 30 years on in the big leagues. His final farewell. But how many times has he left? It's like Michael Jackson. But he's never but see, this but he's never it. announced he was retiring. Okay, they he, always he, just kind of they yeah, like one and after one match he went to the middle of the ring and did what seemed like a farewell and he like left his hat and his coat. Oh yeah, not too long ago, right? It was a few years ago. But yeah, but yeah, recently for recently. sure. And so but he didn't say anything about retiring, but it was insinuated he was but at that point he even said in the documentary, um, he was like, I thought I was done. But then, you know, you start working out, you start feeling better. And then, the, the you know, you start feeling like you can go. And then you're like, no, I want to go again. Yeah. So, he, you know, he's had moments, but he just, it, it's hard to let go of something you care about that much. And, and you know, yeah, you love all to about do. it. Yeah, man. So, yeah, he's going to have a little farewell. I saw WWE posted like this promotional photo of, like, Alexa Bliss. Right now she has kind of, she's been with The Fiend. So she has, like, this very, like dark part of her you know this dark like haunted side to her and then so that it's like it's her looking all like menacing at the camera and then jeff hardy behind her in the under the classic undertaker attire like yeah. the old hat with the old gloves 
and he's like right behind her. Like it looks sick. It's a, it's a dope post on the WWE Instagram. So Jeff Hardy's still WWE. Yes. Matt Hardy is with AEW. AEW. Wow. Why did they get rid of Matt Hardy? Do you know? I uh, just he probably like he probably got a Doesn't better sell. offer over there. Yeah, like they they weren't putting him probably at, at a high enough shine. So he's got to go where the the money's at. I hear that's going on with Ricochet too. Like Ricochet, I thought he was to see him because I used to watch uh, Lucha Underground go to live tapings, and right there he was Prince Puma, and then shot up to NXT, and then from NXT I think he was only at NXT for at most a year. At most, and he blew up. He blew Boom. up and went straight to WWE. Like he went not straight to WWE, but he went to WWE in like. But the pro- see the thing is with WWE man, I feel like too like many. like well not just the too many, and and I see a lot of talented wrestlers, but they it's it's this has been said forever, but there's there's an it factor that you have to have. A lot of these amazing wrestlers don't have that. I don't mm-hmm. feel they have a great character. The whole shtick. The mic skills, the mic skills, the the, pers- the personality, the performance to back and, it up, and being able to command a crowd. Yeah, like that is where I see so many of these guys fail. Like there are a lot of dope people. Like like Kevin Owens to me is great on the mic. He's a great personality. I don't care for his look though. His look doesn't excite me at all. He's a great wrestler, but his his character is lacking. But his mic skills are impressive. Yeah, Ricochet is in-ring ability is incredible character-wise there's nothing exciting like i don't care to hear him talk like there's nothing that's like oh he's dope did you like enzo enzo and big Cass? they were incredible big Cass had horrible mic skills but that's why it was so he, cool he was to decent. put he them was together decent, but enzo was a master but it was just out of the ring off the camera insane like that's why it was just that sucks because he couldn't last he, he had so no. much scandal right he had a lot of scandal well yeah yeah it, it was a sexual assault charge uh-huh. on enzo that ended up getting dropped but by then it like had tarnished him so much that they mm-hmm. let him go anyways and he's like and he was like why the hell they let me go if it was dropped like it's yeah, i'm clear right because there i wasn't charged yeah um so that sucks for him yeah uh but yeah character wise and then as a, as a team, they also wrestled really well together. Yeah. Um, Kaz, Big Kaz was a great wrestler for sure. But together, like they had that it factor. Personality, command the crowd, I, uh, uh, talking, yeah. you know, they, they, could, they, could, they, they could hold a beef in excitement. They can get you excited about a beef, yeah. about a rivalry. Yeah. A lot of these other pro wrestlers that are really talented, I, I see it. I, I can see it when it's like, that's the it factor. That's not. And... Uh, I think that's what like like they become very popular. They have the in ring skill. And then they get called up to the big leagues, and and I've heard like a lot of the OG wrestlers, like even Stone Cold, and a lot of people is like, you can't just wait for WWE to give you the perfect pitch. Like sometimes they don't. Sometimes yeah. they try. And sometimes they fail. Like but uh, you know you gotta go. Like a lot of the big wrestlers that made it big, they they went and said like boom. Like they tried giving Stone Cold you know this and that and then like. They did for a couple things and he went with it but it wasn't working and Stunk was like yo what about this and eventually boom that worked out yeah or like you know undertaker was given to him and that was like luck but he also then ran with it but then some it, of the other characters he does it really well too, yeah like so. like kane his first they gave him a, a super shitty character he was like a <laughs> dentist and he's like his his in-ring music was like the dentist drill it was horrible <laughs> horrible then they flipped it eventually and then boom he became kane and whoever came up with that idea is incredible yeah but um you know you have to also take chances you know like the rock didn't really become the rock i don't know he was rocky maivia at first yeah yeah oh, wow. and then then he then they turned him into rocky johnson which like off after his dad's his name dad. and then but he started getting really good at the mic and then he started commanding in his third person, the rock this, the rock that you, you know, you candy ass, you know, started saying so these, well. ca- you know, but the, this, that, that ability to kind of create a character. And then, so then he went and started made, making it very like Hollywood and, you know, the, the shades and this and that, you know, and then, then he's like, lay the smack that started saying like catchphrases that, or words that became catchphrases, right? That yeah. the, the crowd reacts to, and then they ran with it. So then, his his term that he coined on there, SmackDown, turned into a show. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Like, like, like AJ Styles, bro, I think is like the dopest wrestler in WWE right now. I His character doesn't excite me much. Right, yeah. He doesn't have much to he, it. He doesn't have a lot of, like, I don't feel a lot of charisma from his character. But his wrestling is so damn good that I still, like, think that he deserves to be at the top. 
near the top in the top discussion top matches just because his skill is that good and he can talk decent but his 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 talking doesn't excite me i don't think i've seen him but, fight in a while like that's what thing with jeff hardy for a long time too is jeff hardy didn't have that talking you know ability he couldn't cut promos but his his style and his charisma just carried him over yeah um but i feel like to really make it you got to have you got to have both um, and some characters get some some wrestlers get lucky that one is so strong that they don't really need the other like Jeff Hardy Brock Lesnar can't really hold the yeah. he had Paul Heyman Paul Heyman helped that part right uh, but like Randy Orton can hold a, hold a uh, you know he could do it do it all yeah you know Triple H could do it all Triple Definitely, H is one of the greatest yeah. of all time man like his ability to talk on the mic and his 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 personality his aggression his his you know his demeanor like just everything the the, the aura he has is just like beast mode he lives and breathes it right yeah that's awesome but yeah i'm hyped for the the undertaker thing i think that'd be sick yep we gotta watch that bro we gotta watch that all right i've just got like one last thing you got anything Uh, i don't have anything else anything else all right for sure actually oh it's two things on gaming let's see something really simple fortnite and disney plus are doing a little bit of a collab so any like real money you use on fortnite like to buy whatever Mm -hmm. you'll get two months of Disney Plus. Wow. Super interesting, yeah. I think, uh, I want to say Microsoft is also doing something like that with like Game Pass. You get Game Pass and you get like a one month trial. That's cool. Yeah, so. Smart. Because uh, all the Verizon free trials or of the year trials are yeah. going to be had, ending I soon. I had Disney Plus for free with uh, Verizon for the first year. It's not I, over yet though. This month. This month. Yeah. So, so yeah. next I'll year I got to start paying. Cut off from Mandalorian start soon. Paying. Yep. <laughs> Sons of bitches. This one's a little sad. Uh, I know the game got like a lot of. It didn't get a lot of hate. I mean, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Did you ever play that game? No, I heard it's fun. It's yeah, it's so fun. But it just got like copyright like uh, lawsuits and stuff no like way. that. So early on too, because I think the game started on Kickstarter, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. yeah, I played it quite a few times. Watched some people play it on like Twitch. It's just, it's, it's amazing to watch and amazing to play. Uh, the servers are going to be going down in the next patch that comes out Aww. like later this month. But the game is still going to be, you'll still be able to play it peer to peer in like private matches. So that's like, whack. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> servers are going down, but I mean, you'll at least still have access to it, you know? Yeah. I've never played it, but I've always wanted to play. I just never got around to getting it. Yeah. And it, it, I think the lowest it hit was like five bucks for the game. And I got it on Xbox. Sick. But yeah, such a great yeah. There's another game, uh, pretty much exactly like it, Dead by Daylight. I think it's one versus five or one versus four, and the one is like a crazy serial killer. You could be like some monster alien, or you can be like Leatherface. I want to say. What? I think they have like other popular like killers from games and movies and stuff. Yeah. I got. I, I still want to try the Jason one, but that one sounds dope. I got to try that too. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Maybe it's sounds... free on. Uh, PS Plus or what is that service you guys PS have? Plus. Oh. Yeah. Check it out. Hell yeah. On the new PS5. In a few huh. days. Yeah. Sick. Well, Over. yeah, I don't have anything else. You don't? We're all good. All right. Well, that is episode number 17 of the Talking Pictures podcast. Again, not only can you watch it here on YouTube, but you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later.